welcome back to the Big Fetch. I'm James. And I'm Toby. We hope you enjoyed our first episode. We're back with a bang. Bang. I think we're back. I told you, this is exactly what we've been talking about when we started setting up this today's episode. You are the negative, miserable one, and I'm the, I'm the happy, clappy, enjoying myself. It may be that our 10 listeners loved the last episode. There are a few comments, but, you know, they, they love the last episode, and then they're back. I disagree. I think to, uh, to fetch, you also need to be a bit miserable, which we are. I said to you last time, yeah. we're miserable. So this enthusiasm... I'm not miserable, not and you're going, oh, well, welcome back to the big fetch. I hope you enjoy yourself. It's, uh, if you don't like it, don't worry. Come on, give a bit more. Okay, okay. I mean, actually, since uh, recording, I've been sending voice notes to people, because um, I'm liking the sound of my voice now, but since you've done that... No, he <laughs> likes it. Listen to him, everyone. He likes the sound of his own voice. Okay, let's not put it like that. Um, um, anyway, moving on, uh, let's introduce the theme for today, Toby. Well, I mean, I'll let you introduce the actual title, but let me give you a quick clue. Okay. I once heard a fact that 80% of Jewish life revolves around food. Always on our mind are questions like, when do we eat? What did you eat? When are we eating again? And maybe we should eat a little something now so we don't faint before the meal. This topic is restaurants. I thought you were giving the clue and you've just revealed that. Oh, they're not going to guess it. It's not interactive, is it? <laughs> we'll wait for next week's episode for them to tell us what we're talking about. All right? right? Is that a great idea? And the answer is restaurants. Um, I, I, really? I know. I, I completely agree about the, uh, the what did you eat? Oh, I remember like whenever you see someone, they just come from lunch. Oh, what did you eat? And they're like fascinated about what that person's just eaten. What did you have I, with I, it? What sauce? I, what, what was no, I actually get told at work. At work, I'm literally I at about half ten. I go. So, what's everyone having for lunch? And they don't seem to be as excited by it. Exactly. I think maybe it's a Jewish thing. I don't know, but you know, I'm I'm always and my, for example, my boss always goes to the nearest place, right? So, in our old office, the nearest thing was a pret. Every single day was a pret. Now it's a pure, you know, the salad place. I actually go around like you know different. I try to get the same place in the same week. You know, I try and make my way around the local like block around the office. You can do I, a I podcast it. on the reviewing. What, where is it? London Bridge. London Bridge. Very. Well, don't know. No more uh, personal details of my <laughs> workplace. You know. <laughs> actually, this is just a uh, reminded me of something my mum does, and this is this is a Yiddish word. So afterwards, we can go to Yiddish Dictionary Corner for Ooh, this for the first time. For the, the first, first time, time. Lovely. we can go to it. Um, so there's a Yiddish word, Toby will give you more detail after, called nosh. Ultimately, it's like little snack food, but that, that's just the prelude to it. But my mum loves to use the word nosh out and about. And not everybody knows that nosh means the, the, the food connotation to it. Um, so then, in, modern, in, modern, in modern day speak, it's, it's to do with something a bit more yes, sexual, yeah. should we say. But exactly. in my house and growing up and around Jews, that's it's just not what it means. But I'm just saying, like when, when we're out, should be should be in like a, um, a pub or something like that, and should be, oh, do you have do you have any nosh? I'm like, mum, can you not use the word nosh to the barman? But you and I were discussing the other day that you know how would you describe nosh? And it's normally just you know a little bit of nuts that nuts or crisps. Uh, but you can't ask the barman crisps. for nosh. You just you just can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know nosh. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know. James, tell him. Can you have some crisps? Yeah. Give me some crisps. Yeah. Can we have some crisps? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any peanuts? You know? <laughs> I'll translate for my uh, mum. 
Over here. Um, so should we go to Yiddish Dictionary Corner for this? Yeah, go to go to it. Let's have a let's have a listen. Talk Yiddish to me. So in this in the small little um, Yiddish dictionary, not as say food eaten between meals, or to eat between meals, and a nosh up is a large meal. Ooh. So technically, we've got meals and meals between meals. So we're constantly eating. <laughs> James, James, James. What? what is your big restaurant fetch? I mean, there is no shadow. See that? The new, the new, we've got the big fetch. It's the big insert theme fetch. Your big restaurant fetch. Well, I'm going to tell you that obviously this is a hard decision for me because the food is quite important, but there's something more niche that I want to. Paramount. It is? But there's something I want to pick up on that um, some people do, but not to the detail I think that I'm going to say. So, as a broad theme, it's service, okay? But I think, just, just hear me out here, okay? First of all, when you see a waiter or a waitress, you, get, you, you see their look, you, you get an idea of what type of service you're going to get, you know? You, you can tell from the look for those, of for those For those who can't tell, I'm nodding. I'm nodding. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this. There is, there is something I literally hate is when you can tell the waitress or waiter has attitude. Attitude. Oh, that is oh. the worst. I'm not going to enjoy my food with a bit of attitude serving me so as this well. Is the thing. This is the thing. I used to be a waiter around sixth form and like first couple of years of university when I used to come home. And I like that. So, you know, I'm quite a people person. I don't mind it. It's so easy, even for work, just for when you're speaking to the customer, just put yeah. on a smile and be really helpful. Just be as fake then, as you want. Because yeah. I, I like quite timely service as well. You know, you, you, when you sit down, and you, you want to know that they're going to come over and acknowledge you. Being not acknowledged is also one of my fetches, like a big fetch within the service. What do you mean? When you've been waiting there for ages and they don't come. Exactly. Like, being ignored. You, I told you, you just need to be acknowledged that you're there. Take some drinks even. And also with the service, you, you don't get... If you ask for tap water, you never get it. I'm just saying. You, you get it. But it comes after the drinks you pay for. And it's lukewarm. So you get the tap on. Just check for 10 more seconds that it's actually gone cold. And then you bring over the water. You can tell they've just put the tap on straight away. Bottles underneath. Here's the glasses. And lukewarm tap water in the restaurant is so bad. You're like, right, great. I've had dirty bath water here. Here we go. You know, <laughs> but... Go on. Tell, tell us. No, but I, 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 mean, I want to agree with you here. I mean, I think service is a huge thing. I think you can sit down in a restaurant... And within five minutes, you know if you're in for a good treat or not. Yeah. Within, because, within five minutes. Because there's a place where, you know, if, where you stand and no one lets you take, no one seats you. Oh, you know, like the maitre d' person who, the you're waiting there. And you go, right, I'm just going to find the seat. It's, it's and back go, to being acknowledged as well. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to feel important. Everyone wants to feel important. That's what it is. And that's the thing. With a restaurant, with, with people, going to a restaurant is a... People don't always go out to restaurants, you know, where they can't afford it or they, you know, whatever. Going to a restaurant is a big deal. And therefore, yeah. if you're, you know, spending your hard-earned money in a restaurant, you actually want to feel, you know, this is a, the treat. I'm so saying therefore, the difference is, um, like in America, the, the tipping situation, right? Here, uh, I think it's very much discretionary. I'm, I'm, it's a bit of a judging process. You've gone Hold straight on. to the end of the meal already with the service. No, no, I'm saying, it's a, I'm, not, I'm bringing it back. Listen, I'm, it's a judging process, right? Their service throughout my meal, I'm, I'm, I'm judging them to see how they're performing. But you can get some great waiters. Oh, but... no, that's what I'm saying. It's a performance. And there are people that perform to a high standard. But, but it, I is, get, it is, yeah. it's I that same you thing you as what you pay for, right? A lot of the time, you get what you pay for.
No, I disagree. I think you can go to a really cheap restaurant and people are really like homely, whatever, gracious, grateful for the mm-hmm. for the custom. True, true actually. And sometimes you can go to very expensive places, as you and I went to with your friends from university. Oh god. And I think we'll get on to uh, that restaurant in question. James loves a complaint letter when he's not received good service, and I think he's about to tell you about it, uh, James. Well, well, I mean. This it was an awful evening. It was it, an awful was, evening. I mean, it wasn't just service. I know this this fetch is about service, but uh, do you think I name the restaurant name and shame? They never reply. Okay. How many times you have back and forth with them? With yeah. Their, with their HR department. Oh, but there's other ones as well. Okay, Fumo in uh, Covent Garden. Right. I'm oh, naming, here we go. Naming and shaming you. Okay, here we here we go. There's many things wrong with it, but you want them to say, right, we admit we've done wrong. This is what we're going to do to solve it, rather than get on the defensive. There is nothing worse. Then a waiter or waitress that gets on the defensive after you've complained. It's like it's like it's like they're gonna combat themselves, like you know, defend themselves. But the idea is that we've not come here to pick a fight with you. You've done something substandard. That's how we feel about it. You know, we're not going there. Go, I'm gonna cause trouble this evening. You know, therefore when they go on the defensive, you're like, well, no, I didn't come here. To, you know, I'm telling you it was bad. Yeah. Don't tell me it wasn't. I'm telling you, I didn't come here to, to have a shit meal. You know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're actually the most awkward bit. Like. They, this is, could be one of the most awkward things in general, but is getting them to come over and and telling them it's bad. I mean, you should. You love, it, you love this. You had a go at me at this at this encounter where I went, "Oh, it is really bad, really bad." And then when he came over, you I just you stay quiet. I ducked. Completely I ducked. quiet. I ducked. Oh, you've got to double down. You've got to go for it. Once you've called them over, you go fill in. And you've got to make it sound as bad as possible. Because it it's bad, but you've got to make it sound as bad as possible. But as do well. you have that issue, James? I mean, I know we do. We have that issue, which we've, we've highlighted a number of times, which is that, I wouldn't say maybe it's a blessing or not, but we look quite young. Oh, yeah. This is, this and is I don't thing. think that we get the service we deserve. Oh, because we deserve. Of, Everyone well, deserves good service. Everyone deserves good service. Exactly. That's what I'm saying to you. And I think that we don't get... Some in often in places like Fumo, again, name and shame, that you know, we we don't get the service because you and I look quite young and we you know they wouldn't treat us with the same way they treat my mum and dad or your mum and dad. You know, it's yeah, it's okay, well we'll go serve the adults first and then we'll come back to the despite being young professionals, you know, yeah. they'll so then when you went made a complaint, they They already switched know, off a bit. I mean, the, the, oh, the boy's telling me, the boy's telling me off, right? Okay. Sort yeah, of I mean, also, I needed a bit of support from the table, it wasn't received. All right, but, all right, here we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the bit where you grab their attention as well, you, you're like, you, you put your little hand up and you're, you're really a bit meek, or you go full out, you, you look fierce, and they know that they're coming into the, the dragons. Is it the lion's then? Lion's then, lion's yeah, dragon's then. They're, the... they're not selling you a product, <laughs> Mr. Duncan Bannertine. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Um, um, I mean, they should be selling me a product. They're selling me their food, not well enough, apparently. But uh, how did the Fumo story escalate? Come on, tell me, James. Uh, well, you know, um, not, not too well. But... I'm actually a did master. We send, did we send any emails? Did we send any emails? Emails did go back and forth. You know, this is where. And they refused to acknowledge. And they refused to acknowledge our complaint. Yeah, but you were a bit of a keyboard warrior. Were like, yeah, he did. Like when you were applying <laughs> to them. Now, now you found your voice. Uh, I'm now doing it. This is the most Jewish complaint ever. I've not said anything to him at the restaurant. I've hardly said anything on the keyboard. Six months later, maybe even eight months or whatever, I'm now on my own podcast with a listenership of 10. I'm going, you know what, Fumo? Here, I'm sticking yeah, it is- to you. Maybe this is the reason this came about, Fumo. That- 
would you say is um, your biggest fetch within the restaurant, within that vicinity or out of that vicinity, but the restaurant theme? So my one's quite a broad one, James. I like mine. It's, it's the table. Now, Ooh. the table could be... Wait, wait, before you start, are we talking physically or are we talking... Uh, ah, so this is... It's more metaphorically. The point of the table is... It's the location. It's the actual table itself. Okay. And those in the immediate vicinity around it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously, first thing, like I said, I tried, to, I tried to start on this point earlier, is that when you go to a restaurant and again this kind of mixed in with service obviously the problem is with a restaurant fetch is that it's all encompassing you know no one likes to be everyone wants to be i just said treat with respect you come in and you know when no one the the the, the maitre d is not there i, I don't know what restaurants you go to because uh, you seem to think of maitre d's in every restaurant you know people like to seat you somewhere basically yeah yeah you you want so, to get I don't, I don't know if the term is the maitre d' anymore, but you know, I'm using the word maitre d'. We're a podcast. The person at the front. Maitre d' sounds a bit better than person at the front. Host, whatever. The okay. one with the schmuck with the menus. And they're, they're not there. And then you just go and sit down somewhere. And then suddenly, then they come and turn up and go, oh, no, 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 no. You can't oh, this one's here. reserved. Is that, that, it's that not one? reserved. You know, no, 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 sometimes it's not reserved. You're like, I'm sitting here. So. Yeah, I mean, like, there could be a time where you're a two. It's selfish in one way, but you could be a two, but you want to sit on a four because they've got the, the you know, the, the nice table's better. Exactly. That's, and that's the thing. Saying I'm saying anything incriminating or anything confidential, but you don't want to be, you know, unnaturally close to people that you never, that you, you, you don't get that close to anyone apart from the tube. And, you're there, and that way you keep silent. You don't want to be honestly seconds, uh, within millimetres of, of a person next to you. It's not comfortable. You feel like you, whenever you're talking about anything, if you're yeah. meeting a friend you haven't seen in a long time, you're suddenly... It works both ways though, right? Like you don't... When, you're, when you're sitting at your table and right next to you is these two yachnas. Yachnas, I love that word. So if we go to the Yiddish dictionary corner. Talk Yiddish to me. In, in the Yiddish dictionary, Yachna, it says it's a malicious gossip. Ooh. And then it has in brackets, woman. Now, I wouldn't say that necessarily it's malicious. It can be. People, you know, it can be, you know, the term like bitching, gossiping. But it's actually more just people constantly gossiping. talking. Constant gossiping. Just like... Or babbling. Career, you know, yeah, could make a career out of talking. I mean, you know, they're always on the phone or, you know... Literally, well, it's another fetch I've got, but we'll come back to it. It's people talking on the phone on the tube, but a yuckner would do such a thing. But also, I guess we've been told that we talk like a bunch of yuckners, the two of us, in a restaurant. Ooh. Ultimately, you are, Jim. You're a yuckner. You're a miserable yuckner. But you don't want to be sitting two, you know, less than 30 centimetres away from two yuckners on a table when you're trying to have a nice meal. Oh, that is the point. It in I'm your like. head, doesn't it? Like, you can hear their conversation fully in your head. Not just in and your that's head, what I was going to say when I said about the vicinity of the table is the same with, say you're out for a nice birthday, I've had this before, a nice restaurant, and you've got a table of five, six, is, other, is a table near you that are so loud, they are dominating the restaurant with their, you know, someone normally, you know, they've had a bit to drink and they're shouting across the table from each other, you know, yeah. oh, you wouldn't believe it, Steve. <laughs> People do that thing where they start turning around going, they have a, they have a look, God, have a look, have a look at them. Just they are, you know, yeah. I can't hear myself, and you've got your dad going, I can't hear myself think, they you know. I, should, I, got, I got a question. And got, one, of them's, one of them's already got a piercing laugh. 
that goes, you know, right in and interrupts into your conversation. Yeah. And he goes, we should say something, you know, we should say something. <laughs> or you'd ask to move, or, you know, or you ask to move Ooh, table. Doesn't happen of often. Doesn't happen often. No, exactly. I've got and a question about the actual table itself. Um, so what is it about a table that makes it a good table? Because I think there's, I think, apart from the table itself, it's also what goes on it. Because you know when you used to go in Pizza Express, you have the paper. I think that is so cheap. Uh, I hate tables with like paper on the top. It doesn't. To be fair, that, that really doesn't. Does that count think, part of the table? Does that count part of the table? The paper. I, I think it does. You know what's on the table. Like sometimes when they put like you know some half dead flower or something you know in the middle or whatever. Or, yeah, can we move or this? I might, that might be another another dig on Pizza Express or the candle or something. You know, but. Sometimes it's nice, sometimes you don't notice it, and sometimes you, it, the ones that are so big, they stick out and they're in the way of you and your company, you know? Yeah. Um, and God forbid the table moves, by the way. God forbid the table moves. A wobbly God table. Forbid. Oh, I mean, I know this was in a recent, the recent Curb series. Curb your series. It's, it's always but a it is. A wobbly table is awful. But actually, I had more of a problem with that in, you know, exams. Exam tables are worse for that. You know, you're writing oh, an important exam your whole tables. life. This is restaurant exactly, tables. exactly. Sorry, we're not on the table podcast. The big table <laughs> is not the name of the. We'll the do podcast, an education but, one after. But you know that honestly, when you're writing the biggest exam of your life and you've got a wobbly table, oh, don't worry. Put some, put some, a bit of schmutz underneath. Sorry, a bit I of rubbish underneath it. I can't concentrate um, on the actual exam if there's the tables wobbly. Yeah, exactly. But I think that no, the big thing when I'm talking about the, the table itself is obviously location. Everyone knows not near the door because if it's if it's the middle of winter and the door's coming. Uh, is being opened every 30 seconds because it's a popular yeah. takeaway restaurant as well and the draft the draft you don't want to draft you don't want to draft that's for sure and what about too far away from the door is that a thing if it's too close to the toilet obviously this yeah. is the other thing you know everyone says that, you know a function at a wedding or bar mitzvah oh we're by the toilets you know that you're not in oh, high esteem of, of that family or that that that, that friend do you want to have um, eyes so again, on the kitchen as well I, I like to have eyes on the kitchen so I know where my food's coming I think you know when you do that thing well. where the food's taking a while and you go, right, I'm going to go to the toilet. Yeah, actually the food's coming. I don't need that toilet anymore. And then final, final point on the table, whether that's the, physic the physicality or the location or anything, is the seat, the chair. Jay James and I have discussed this in great length and the chair is very important, you know, whether it's, it's, it's uncomfortable, it's broken, yep. or the worst. I love. I like. The I know where this is going. And it's a, it's a decent. It's a. It's a decently sized. You know, it's a. It's a decent tasting restaurant. You know, yet we. It's value quite value for money. The Wagamama's bench. Benches. We're going to come on to. We're going to come on to chairs in a separate episode and sitting because. How it's, riveting! It's a, it's a. It's a big bugbear of James and I. And we'll make it. Don't worry. We'll make it. It doesn't sound like it. But we'll make it entertaining. The chair. <laughs> we'll try. How am I? How am I supposed to enjoy? A meal, a chicken katsu curry, yep. with heavy katsu on the side, yep. on a plank of wood. A plank of wood has no back support, and you share with other people. It makes you think you're back in reception in, in the big school you assembly. Said you said a big uh, important word there. Back of words. Back support. Back support is the key to that. Jews are disposed to having bad backs, and Wagamama's is the sole contributor to that. Obviously, I'm taking that back. Please don't sue. Okay, I don't. <laughs> Jews had bad backs for millennia, and I don't think <laughs> Wagamamas have been around for two thousand years. But I think that it, in conclusion, Toby's fetching solely about Wagamamas. 
but no, I love Wagamama. I've, I've said this before, but they really need to get us chairs in there. Or I want to introduce something quite special. A new feature. A new feature, exactly. Well, we, this is a new podcast, but it's a new feature anyway. We'll call it a new feature. What we, what we want you to do is we want you to submit a kvetch in under a minute. I think you can use your microphone Between feature. 30, to, 30 seconds to one minute. Yeah, yeah. around that time. On your, on your uh, microphone, on your phone, so, uh, WhatsApp it to Toby or I. And then we will... WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, whatever you prefer. So it's something we can save. I know WhatsApp, you can definitely save them. This is the procedure. He part. says on the WhatsApp. Exactly. I Grandma, I'll help you do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll select the best one to discuss in our next episode. Uh, but obviously, we'll... if you send your submissions, we'll judge them. But, you know, they might be... If you, you, know, if you don't get used the first week, you might get used the second week. So yep. send in a completely random kvetch that you yep. have and James and I will then discuss it. You know, we can support you. One of us could. We'll we'll take we'll it out loud on the next on our on our podcast. And you've got to really describe to us in thirty seconds to a minute what that fetch is. People are dying for the end now. Oh, yeah. Maybe they want to put a cup of tea on, get a piece of cake, something. But you know, he's Never been James us. Barnett. I've been Toby Davis. This has been the big fetch. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, the doorbell. Fuck me. Oh, I'm going to... Wait, let me kick off. We'll cut this bit out.